this is what you guys <laughs> should expect from me. Yeah. And this is what I'm expecting from you. Mm-hmm. My schedules have my deliverables, but they also have your deliverables. Yes. And if you don't, yes. if you don't, yes. hit, right? they do that too. Uh-huh. Exactly. And, and if, if you, you don't, don't hit, meet those, then yeah. guess what? The schedule gets pushed back. Yep. Yes. One thousand percent. Clients, listen yeah. up. <laughs> hey, you guys. This episode is brought to you by Moodlier and Always Services. Thank you so much for supporting the brands that make this podcast possible. Oh, hi. Sorry, I forgot it was me. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Let's just leave it in. <laughs> Show them our Second recording colors. of the day. I, <laughs> it's been a long week already. It's only Tuesday. We're here. Hey, I'm, I'm Arabella. I'm Ellie. <laughs> this is for our last email. And we have Hanad Ali with us today. Hi, Hanad. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's so weird to see your face I as know. I hear your voice because I've only really, <laughs> I think we've mostly interacted on Instagram and then also on Clubhouse. And yes. so I'm only hearing you and it's like so fun to see your face and your reactions like live with that, your voice. <laughs> th- uh, that sentence scared me a little bit because you started with, it's so weird to see your face. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, this is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem. I meant it's good but to yeah. see your face. but it There feels, we go. There we go. It, it feels different than normal. Normally, I just hear your voice. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I, I know, always I see you up on Clubhouse. We're, you're like on it. I don't it. know what you're talking about. I have no <laughs> I idea what you're talking I, about. I, I get notifications. Every, every hour. Like, I, I love it. And I'm always like nervous to like join one of your the rooms that you're in. Because I'm like, <laughs> it's always, it's like. It's like real life. Like when you walk into a room and you're like, oh, yeah, like, oh, snap. Yeah. You know, you're All like, the cool oh, snap. people are here. Because people yeah. can see that you're in the room. So it's not like you can just mm-hmm. like awkwardly leave in two seconds because now you're oh, in I it. I do that all the time. Oh, really? I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that. I do that actually sometimes to troll people. I just walk <laughs> in a room, wait a couple of seconds, see that they see me and then walk right back out. It's like, you guys are oh not talking about anything interesting and I'm leaving. <laughs> That's what I want people to feel. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love it. Uh, we're so excited to have you. Oh, my God. I'm excited guest. to be here. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean. It's going to be a good conversation. It's going to be a good conversation. So I feel like we should just talk about drinks first. Give our drinks some a moment. And then, sure. and then we'll dive into to our conversation. But wow. um, I don't know if we've ever jumped to drinks so quickly. You're honestly, just like so I, ready to I'm get so to this ready conversation. To talk. I'm so ready to talk. And I'm also <laughs> thirsty. So I kind of want to drink my drink. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Hanad, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, so this is it's it's actually good that we're starting with drinks first because I, <laughs> I can get this out of the way. I actually don't drink alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot so, of our listeners don't. Okay. Tell me why yeah. Hanad he responded to our email about. So we, we usually like to send a good little a little like okay like here's the breakdown here's yeah. what you need to know some things to think right. about before the the recording and he 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 goes he responds he's like. Well, you know, I actually don't drink alcohol. I hope that doesn't disqualify me. No, like, never. So many of our no. listeners don't, which, yeah, is awesome. <laughs> That's actually why we started doing the mocktail, mm-hmm. one mocktail a month, because we were like, hey, like, actually enough people don't, you know, don't drink. And yeah. that's completely fine. Like, you know, yeah. there's there's no pressure Good. at yeah. all. Like, 
I am know? I'm crazy enough without alcohol, so <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna make things worse. But yes, yeah, so yeah. I am drinking uh, Sprite with grenadine. Nice. And it's frequently called a Shirley Temple. Yes, I love, I love I a Shirley Temple. I don't care that it's called that. It's Who cares? Delicious. Who cares? It is really delicious. And I'm oh my gosh! It. I mean, I always yeah. felt super fancy whenever I ordered oh that gosh. as like a young kid. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's so absolutely. good. So good. I love it. But yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah. nice and refreshing. Yeah, oh, love it. Um, I like your hoodie, by the way. He's Hanan's wearing like a really pretty, like yellow colored, yeah, like muted a yellow good color. A good color. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was this was actually a gift from a friend of mine, Carl, Aww. Uh, here Aww. in DC. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's he's kind of a big deal in DC, and so when I, I help it. him when I, when I help him out with stuff, he hooks me up with free gear. Oh, nice. that's so, so nice. It's a good time. Oh, that's a good time. <laughs> It's a good time. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, should we talk about our cocktail? Yes. Tell me about it because I don't know anything. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) again, going with the theme of out of office, we're doing, so it's June um, and this is our second cocktail of the month and, you know, all related to vacation and just like not work, not Mm -hmm. work things, you know? (laughs) So we are like, okay, what's what's a very classic vacation drink? And you're like, what about a Mai Tai? Yeah. And that's like, that's it. That's what we're doing. And so we called it <laughs> Just My Two Cents, <laughs> nice. which I think is kind of perfect for this episode. It's actually very appropriate. It's very appropriate <laughs> because very. Yeah. Hanad's post, which we'll get into in a second, um, you know, it's, it's very much like a Just My Two Cents. Here you go. Like let's let's yeah so do, put it out there. It. let's put yeah, it out do there. It so, what you want. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. really proud of this title I came up with or this name good for job. the cocktail. So I'm just gonna pat myself good. on the back for that one. <laughs> nice. You should. Um, <laughs> so just my two cents. And so okay, so I was like looking up recipes, right? And I guess <laughs> Ellie was like <laughs> came over <laughs> with the cocktail, and she was like, I thought it was gonna be more sweeter than or like. Well, okay, here's like, <laughs> here's the thing. Every time I've had a mai tai, it is sickeningly sweet. Like they are so sweet usually. And I just expected that from yeah. you because you always make really sweet cocktails. I love sweet cocktails. So when yeah. I took a sip of it and it wasn't sweet, I was just surprised. I was like, "Oh, Got it. I thought normally it's more sweet." And yeah, th- of all the ones I've had, have had some kind of juice in them. And so I that think makes that sense. makes it more sweet. That makes sense. Yeah. Because okay, here's the thing too. Like I don't think I've I've ever ever actually ordered a mai tai. So mm. it's not my like the drink that I'd go to. Yeah. Like first, um, like when I think of refreshing or I think of like. Like a mojito yeah. or like, you know, something that's like got cucumber or like something. I don't know. Like You're selling this. Or a right Shirley off. Temple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or a Shirley Temple. Exactly. Shirley Temple. Um, <laughs> so like I, yeah. I, yeah. So I, when I was looking up recipes and like kind of getting ideas of what, what's classic, what's a classic Mai Tai recipe. Yeah. Um, everyone kind of had the like bare minimum. So it's, it's, it's got white rum, dark rum, um, which the dark rum you float on top oh, at interesting. The, yeah okay. yeah so it's kind of interesting um but so it's white rum i don't know how to pronounce it it's like or 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 gate or g or i don't know I, but it's but it's I like an <laughs> almond nutty syrup um yeah. it's spelled o-r-g-e-a-t i don't know how you pronounce That's it okay. but it's a syrup people don't come here so for pronunciation. That, exactly 100 percent. no <laughs> for sure for sure no um We're not good at it <laughs> no <laughs> 
And it also has lime juice, of course. And um, so normally you would actually have, it's called like orange curacao, I think is what it's called. Again, Again. please do not come for me. <laughs> but it's basically like orange liqueur. But it, for a Mai Tai, it's, it's pretty classic that you use orange curacao. Curacao? I don't know. Sure. I, I don't. Don't even come for me. Um, but we just use uh, co- cointreau. So why are all the, <laughs> all the words that I cannot pronounce? Are- <laughs> We're going to get a text from my mom. She's going to be like, She's you be said like, everything con- wrong. Oh, oh, no. I learned how to say it recently. It's control. Control. Okay. Control. That's right. And that's an orange liqueur. So, sure. so yeah. White rum, dark rum, lime juice, or jeet syrup, whatever. Um, and some type of orange liqueur. So, Great. yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. That's just my two cents. All right. So should we try it? <laughs> Let's try it. All right. Cheers. So cheers, Anad. Cheers. <laughs> it's mm, good. Okay. Yes. Yes. Good job. Vacation. <clears throat> yeah. Right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, wish we were on a beach right now. I can taste the almond, the nuttiness of mm-hmm. the like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yummy. I like it. So, um. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. <laughs> Moving on from, Moving from on that from situation. <laughs> you know the episode's going to be good when we're like speeding through the cocktails. <laughs> we're like, let's. Okay, but first, before we like even talk about yes. the post or anything, I want to talk about you. Tell yes. us about hmm. who, who you are. Who you are, what do you do, yeah. a little bit of your story. Yeah. Sure. Mm. <laughs> and where are, you, where are you based? Where are you I now? Live in, oh, I live in D.C. Okay. okay. I live in DC. Yes. Um, so yeah. So what do I do? I uh, <laughs> I have been in advertising and marketing for over twenty years. Hmm. So I've done like all sorts of all sorts of types of marketing for agencies, in-house design mm-hmm. stuff, and you know so yeah. many things. So I've done design. I've done development. I've done uh, you know email marketing. I've done uh concepting ads and all sorts of you know wow. <laughs> when you work for a long time in a business in a field you kind of touch a lot of different things right, right. and so, because yeah, so. like advertising and marketing kind of there's so like it's been evolving it's evolved yeah. so like yeah. yeah like there's always new things that mm-hmm. come up you know yeah yeah it's it's always changing you're always trying to figure out the different ways to yes. connect to people and different yes. ways to you know convince people to buy stuff they don't need it's yes. always it's always getting updated so you have to be on yes. top of it yes but yeah, yeah so yeah so i've been doing that for a long time i've been uh also freelancing on my own on the side for a long time so even even whenever i had a nine to five i yeah. would uh, i'd always be freelancing and when i didn't have a nine to five i would be freelancing full time yeah so it was always a combination of those two um and so yeah, it's I've I've always been a creative that has been doing marketing work. That's basically mm. how it's been. Okay, yeah. interesting. And your freelance right now is mostly focused on photography. Is that right? Yeah, fair to yeah, say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 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 actually focusing on transitioning from being in advertising and marketing and becoming a commercial photographer full time. Cool. Nice. Your work yeah. is beautiful. Yes. Thank I you. Love thank it. you. Yeah, it's so good. I especially love, I was looking at your site today. I especially love like the shots that you kind of took above. It, is it a basketball court or a tennis court or something where it's like yeah. the green and the red? Oh, I so love, beautiful. I love. That All was that a good one. That was, work that was is beautiful. Shit. If Thank you could you. describe your work, how would, how would, how would you do that? How would you describe like your style or mm. your, your visual? Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, I try to... That is a good question. <laughs> it's a hard question. It's kind of a hard yeah. question. It is. It is. But it, it's one of those things that sometimes it's easier when somebody else describes your work. Uh-huh. You yeah, know, you're, you're, you're like, so right. When yeah, it clicks. Well, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like sometimes a lot of the times the decisions that you're making and the style that you're going for and the looks that you're after and, and all of that stuff, that's more innate to you. And you kind mm-hmm. of, this is just what feels right for you. Right. And someone else comes from the outside and they're like, oh, you tend to do this or you tend to do that. Yeah, but so I tend to... Yeah. I tend to really focus on like clean compositions and clean mm-hmm. backgrounds and like a little bit of a minim- uh, minimalist thing. I like lands and lines and movement yeah. in yes. my images. I see that. Um, I focus heavily on the background. I don't like messy backgrounds. Uh-huh. So you you typically won't see an image of mine where there's a person and then there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on in the background. I prefer to have. <laughs> yeah clean something clean yeah yeah well if you need to if you need to put some visuals go follow hanad right now it's hanad photo right yes on instagram okay Okay. we'll link it yes we'll link it in the show notes for sure i love that and i mean i feel like you do like you know we were looking at your site and there's a a storytelling element Mm -hmm. about your work Mm -hmm. too, which I, it actually reminds me too of um, one of our past guests too, um, Andre. Yeah. Very like, just like you, I don't know, the story Mm -hmm. is what you focus on through your clean compositions Mm -hmm. and like, you know, what you choose to select and focus on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually great that you said that because storytelling is what I'm like, that's everything. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think a, I don't think a lot of people realize that storytelling is something that like human beings are wired to understand mm-hmm. and respond to. Mm-hmm. Like before before language was a thing, before writing was a thing, we used to convey and and send messages to each other through stories and right. so I'm I'm originally from Somalia mm-hmm. and wow. and Somali which I speak was, uh, it was oh, a dialect. It was a dialect. Yeah, it was a dialect before it was a language, right? And a dialect okay. is, a language has a written version. A dialect mm-hmm. is only spoken. Okay. And, oh, okay. and for us, storytelling is like a really big thing because you're not writing anything down. You have to remember. You have to, you have to remember. Yeah. And so you yeah. pass stories down from generation to generation. And so storytelling is something that is like, it really, really, it really, really affects us, and we really, really yeah. react yeah. to it. And yeah. so, it should be central to any type of, uh, you know, any type of images that you're trying to do, any type of message that you're trying to convey. Storytelling yeah. should be the backbone of it. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Ugh. That's really beautiful. When yeah, hearing you speak is just it's perfect. Yeah, you you speak so eloquently. Yeah. So it's just oh, yeah, you. the you way do. that you describe things, it's it's great. Yeah. I love it. Uh that's so cool. And like so what are the kinds of clients that you usually have? Well, I'm uh I'm trying to go for um like fitness and lifestyle brands is sort mm-hmm. of is sort of what I'm focusing on. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, the everyone whenever they think fitness everyone's like nike you know yeah. <laughs> so that's like you know that's typically but like yeah um brands like that and i want to shoot big campaigns and mm-hmm. you know uh big projects like that where where i have 
you know, a bigger, a bigger image where it's not just me just going somewhere and taking pictures. I actually just did a treatment that I finished this week um, mm-hmm. for a fitness shoot. And the whole treatment is, you know, talking about how the fitness world is now and how the brand is different and how the mm-hmm. images are supposed to convey that and mm-hmm. what the location says about the image and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So it's, it's, um, I'm trying to do a whole thing where I'm bringing my advertising mind and marketing mind yeah. and storytelling yes. mind into into photography, where it isn't, you know, where where I I'm trying to bring the understanding that I have on on what moves yeah. moves yeah. people. Yeah, that's for sure going to set you apart. Which, I, yeah, that's so valuable to bring into the into your work. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, well, yeah, go check out his work because it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, Thank you. But follow him on Clubhouse fo- if you yes. want to know all the cool clubs. Yes. All the cool rooms to be <laughs> he in. Al- he's, al- he's always in the know. He knows He knows what's up. And he's, he's all the always, good photography always dropping good knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you guys nuggets. are hyping me up way too much. I'm just no, going to disappoint no. you. <laughs> no. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Edit all this stuff out. <laughs> No, but it's, that's this. That's, it's like, all true. that's what we do. That's what we do on our podcast. We just love to hype people up because our guests are just phenomenal. Like, really? Oh like, my gosh! Yeah. So d- take the compliment, Hanad. Okay. I will. I will. I will. I'm terrible. I'm terrible with compliments. Well, you know what? Here's here's well, your first step towards accepting. Compliments. The next hour and a half, you'll get yes, plenty okay, of them, yes, so you can yes. get so, used to it. Kind get of absorb used to it, it a little bit. Exactly. You'll be set for like the rest of the year by just this hour and a half (laughs) um so so do we want to talk about how we met (laughs) okay how did we meet oh my gosh we we started something oh gosh um so hanad had posted on his stories all these slides talking about how did you even come across that i i don't know if somebody else maybe shared the story that we follow or maybe it was in the well, it wouldn't have been Explore page because it was on your stories, right? You didn't post mm. it on your feed. So somebody must have shared it. Yeah. I don't remember who, but I remember I, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is really good. Um, and so I reached out to Hanad and asked, like, can we put this on our feed? And he said yes. And no no one had any idea what was going to happen. No. So. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I would have charged you guys. You sh- you should have. You should have. Good been gracious! Like, what? It was crazy, and I knew I knew that our audience would, would react. Yeah, would well respond to it because it it was just really good information, and it was very relevant to what we talk about on the podcast and, and on our Instagram. So I was like, oh, I know people will resonate with this, and our audience is pretty engaged. So I was like, we'll get like good engagement. I knew that, but I did not expect the level of engagement that we got like yeah I mean I think it got shared like let me I can see it right here it got shared like over 10,000 times like which for us you know we were you know a smaller account then and it just blew up like way more than we expected um so that was crazy but I think I mean a lot of it was just that there were real numbers in it and I think people really respond well to that um Mm -hmm. it was an example should I read the should I read it or maybe guess, Hanad? Do you want to explain? Do you want to explain like yeah. what sure. so for anyone who didn't see it? Um, if you want to scroll back to March 10th, or we have a <laughs> highlight that links to Hanad's 
Um, and I know Hanad has a highlight on his Instagram as well. So we'll like try to link everything yes, back to definitely. like where it came from. But so you guys can like read it all for yourself. But um, yeah, Hanad, yeah, if you want to give wanna, a brief explanation of what you kind shared. of what was said. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure, so, like, sure, people sure. are not just like, straight, what post are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's actually funny. So it it, it started on Clubhouse, right? Yeah. As, as everything it all goes back to about today, it all comes back to Clubhouse. <laughs> so I was I was in a room with a media buyer in Clubhouse, mm-hmm. and um, and the second I found out that she was a media buyer, because I've been in the advertising world, I knew what questions to ask her. Right. And yeah. So I started asking her questions about paid media and yeah, and what like how much she was putting behind advertising, what kind of what they were paying for the images, and and basically the gist of it is she told me that. Uh, with one of her clients, she they paid, I think, uh, two thousand bucks for 2, forty 000. images. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. two thousand bucks for forty images, mm-hmm. and behind each image, they put fifty thousand dollars of ad money into it. Wow! And each image generated two hundred, <laughs> an average of two hundred thousand dollars in purchases. Right. Wow. So they paid like if we're doing the math again, two thousand bucks for forty images, <laughs> yep. right? So what's that? Fifty bucks an image, dude, or something like that, right? Something yep. crazy. And, yeah, and they made and they made that much money out of it. And the thing about it is, and this this is where like the the storytelling aspect of of you know my twenty years of storytelling comes into play is because yeah. I'm weaving it all together where it's not just the numbers. The numbers by mm-hmm. themselves don't don't really like. I mean, they they have an impact, but I think the more so, the most important part is I tied it to how people are talking about social media. Yes, which yes. is people talk about it like this is only for social. Uh-huh. That it's a throwaway. Yeah. It's a uh-huh. throwaway. It's an add-on. Mm-hmm. It's a freebie. There's no mm-hmm. money in the budget for social. There mm-hmm. is money in oh, the budget for social. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. all going to ad buying. It's not going to the creators. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing that I also mentioned in the post was how, uh, and this is one of the benefits, like making it personal to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the last time you bought something from yeah, a company exactly. that advertises on TV? When was the last time you bought something from a magazine that you're flipping through? When was the last time you flipped through a magazine? There are brands, there are multi-million dollar brands that are, um, that are being built from scratch. Yes. On social. On social. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their whole marketing strategy and plan is social media. Yeah. My couch. That's it these days. My couch is from Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> my couch is literally oh, from gosh. Instagram. I feel know? like I've I'm trying to, everything. I'm trying to think. I know I just bought something because of an ad, like a couple days. I forget what it was now because now it's it's too much yeah. <laughs> to keep track of. But yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And you start seeing those same ads targeting you over and over. Or yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And so there's there's like there's a lot of. Um, I mean, not to go further into it, but there's. There's uh, there are different types of ad campaigns. There, mm-hmm. There's a whole strategy behind it, and then mm-hmm. um, like if if an ad campaign is an impression, mm-hmm. and you look at a at a magazine ad, that's that's just an impression. You can't click on a magazine ad. You can't right. buy something from a magazine ad. Exactly, it's just mm-hmm. something that you look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Instagram, you can actually literally pay purchase without leaving the yeah. app. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, the value is just so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then you had a follow-up post. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you if you had something else to say before that, but I feel like that was like helpful in like breaking it down even further. Right. Well, before the follow-up post, like I, I, I posted it in my stories because I mean at the time also I only had like twelve hundred followers or something. Hmm. Um and uh and so I was like, I'm not gonna make this a post that it's not gonna matter to this many sure. followers. But you guys had <laughs> had a larger following and a, yeah. and an audience that was much that more new. Yeah. That, that, yeah. An audience that was like following you, like my, the people that are following me are following me for the images. They're not yes. following me for photography right. advice. The yeah. people that are following you guys are following you guys specifically for the information that you give them. Right. So yeah. my reach wasn't going to work well with this messaging, but when you grabbed it, <laughs> and you spread it to your audience it spread like a wildfire you know it what i mean so crazy. yeah right it was very it overwhelming was very, i had to delete instagram actually for a day because it was just so well because like i you know you you're checking it constantly and then and you want to yeah. respond to everybody but you also you are like you can't at that and point also, when there's 500 comments you just can't respond like and i know a lot yeah. of people have way more than that and it was kind of our first experience with something like that so maybe that's why it felt so overwhelming yeah but I was just yeah. like, I can't. Well, and then stressful. I was also just like overwhelming to get even those those comments that weren't in support of like, you know, what was being right. shared. It right. was like kind of challenging the information mm-hmm. and, and being like, you know, that's not a real example or those aren't real numbers or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you know, and you're just like, I'm sorry, we're, we're trying to help you get paid more. What do you, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the disconnect here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it was. I tried to. I tried to get in there a couple of times and add a little more yeah. context and have a and little more conversation. And we appreciated that so much. Yeah, no, that, was, that, that was helpful. That was great. Uh, the other cool thing was seeing people that I followed hmm. commenting and saying this is legit, and I'm like, oh yeah. snap. This is yeah. somebody that I'm like, yo, your images, you know what I mean? People yeah. that you're like, that you're fanboying that and you're fangirling. A fan, yeah, that you admire. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and yes. they're coming on and they're saying that. So I was like, oh, damn, I did good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the cool thing, the other cool thing about it too is that, and this is one of the reasons why I'm on Clubhouse so much, is that there's there's a community of photographers on mm-hmm. there that I've gotten close with. Mm. Um, and they're all like, working professional commercial photographers some of them are like super well known with an amazing following and like really big careers and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth and at that time i had been speaking to them for about a month and we became friendly and i'm like hey i'm a newbie on the block you know that type of stuff (laughs) and then all of a sudden they're like yo we've been seeing you like the thing that you share like all over the place and so now we're you know i'm having all these conversations (laughs) with with these guys about Oh, that's cool. That is so but see, <laughs> I'm so happy that that happened. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, this is that's what, definitely one of the best parts about social media mm-hmm. is the the, yeah. the ability to connect with people that you otherwise wouldn't have yeah. been able to. Totally, very true. Um, very there's true. such a powerful yeah. like message. Yeah, and it's and it's all because the the information was something that resonated. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. the information was something that people are like, I knew things weren't quite right. Yeah. <laughs> the way people are talking, you know what I mean. Everybody yeah. kind of knew they're like, really, and yeah. so now it, it it was something concrete that explained it to them. Yeah, yeah. totally, absolutely. So okay. then you had a follow up post. Yes, I did have a follow up post because it was because <clears throat> I felt like there was a little bit of a gap in the um, 
well, how exactly does the does 50k in ad buy equal 200k in revenue? Right. And so right. and so I had a post about um, impressions and when you when you do an ad buy, how many impressions do you get for this many number of dollars? So like 50k mm-hmm. maybe will get you a million impressions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we calculate that with the uh, the rate at which the impressions switch over to uh, to people actually buying to yeah. conversions, mm-hmm. and if it's like one percent out of one million, yeah. that's a thousand people who have purchased. Yep. Yeah, and if you're selling a two hundred dollar purse, yep, that's two hundred thousand bucks. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's and and it's also like ad buying and commerce on social media is a little bit more complicated than that. There are more moving parts. Yeah. There are a lot of mm-hmm. different things going on. There's, there's retargeting, there's persuasion yeah. campaigns. They're like sure. they're campaigns just to introduce people to your brand. And then when you see that they've swiped or they've gone through the carousel, it puts them in another bucket where they get mm-hmm. retargeted to actually mm-hmm. purchase from you. So there are all of these things going on. And, uh, and the thing about it is that, and the message that I wanted people to to leave with, especially photographers, is that it's not up to the brands and it's not up to the agencies and it's not up to these people to teach us yes. how money's being made on that yeah. end. Mm-hmm. It's it's up to us where if you wanna if you wanna go out there and you wanna argue for more money, if you wanna mm-hmm. go and and you wanna you wanna claim that your work has more value, you under you need to understand where the value is and how that how your images are being used. Yeah. in order to advocate for yourself and if yeah, you don't exactly. do that work if you don't do that work it's it's like it's really on you mm-hmm. um, and you don't really yeah. have anyone else to blame so it was it was a lot of it was like don't blame brands and advertisers yeah you weren't positioning the client as the bad guy no. it was more of like here's the reality of what's happening so you need to educate yeah. yourself so that you know so that you how know how to, to quote appropriately to quote appropriately yeah and yeah. i really liked what Catherine. I can't remember how to pronounce her last name. Con, uh, I'll mess it up. Catherine <laughs> came on uh, when you guys did the clubhouse, um, kind of talking about this exact post. And uh, I think she commented on the post too and was saying that like, it's also great to go back and ask brands that you've worked with for numbers yeah. of yeah. like, here are the ads that we ran with these images. Here was, you know, what what was made and all those different things. So that when you then go to pitch to a new brand, you can say, here's what other brands have seen mm-hmm. from my images. And exactly. here's specific numbers um, to kind of the case study showing them that like your images do well and they convert, um, which, yeah, is super valuable. And that's, yeah, all those kinds yeah. of things are on you as the photographer. It's not you know, there are brands who take advantage, but there's also brands who are, you're going to quote $2,000. The brand's going to say, okay, you know, they're not going to say like, oh no, we should be, you know, this should be a whatever $50,000 job. They're not going to tell you that. So right, that's on you. Yeah. It's also, yeah. The the other thing about asking for, for data on the work that you've, that you've provided is that, um, you also learn what works and what resonates with people. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. you can always be like, listen, I would like to know what which of my images work better for you guys. Mm-hmm. So let me know like what the numbers are. Let me know what the impressions, what the engagement is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that way, if we work together in the future, 
we can I, I know which images to focus yes, on more exactly and I you know how you like can that. tailor so, your experience yeah yeah exactly. working yeah. Relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's all it's all really about um like w- even when you talk to a client and you sound like you know what you're talking about you're automatically in a better place yes right? yes the second the so second true. you start asking the right questions the second you they're like mm-hmm. oh okay all right all right i'm talking to a professional i can't mm-hmm. mess around with it you yeah. know and then <laughs> they're they're automatically feeling like okay this is going to be a more legit quote and we can't mm-hmm. you know just just fake the funk with this one yeah <laughs> fake the funk i love that <laughs> that is real cocktail name <laughs> fake the funk. <laughs> yeah that's good yeah. uh yeah, so so fascinating. Just I yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that like hopefully people took away something from that, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 learned and I think it started conversations and yeah. that's that's really important, you know, just to oh. feel like we can have conversations like this and and talk through those things and be open. and just yeah, to have more awareness is super I important. was getting so many DMs. Were you? So many DMs. <laughs> All the DMs about um Oh my God! This came at just the right time. I was quoting, I was quoting something, and then DMs about people. Basically, it I it turned into the therapy sessions where they're confessing Aww. to me. They're like, "Oh, I feel terrible. I Aww. I shot for a brand in exchange for a bag, and I'm like, no. it's okay. The yeah. first job I did was for a t-shirt. Just like <laughs> things like that, you know, where you're just like crying on each other's shoulders and telling yeah. them it's going to be okay. Yeah, um, like this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then also but then also at the same time like a bunch of people were were hitting me up asking about like advice on how to quote things yep. and, yeah yeah mm-hmm. so on and so forth and for me i'm like well i'm so i'm coming about this in a little bit of a different way just because mm-hmm. i'm like i'm giving up a 20-year career in advertising to transition to photography and so for me i was going in with the whole thing of all right how exactly like i don't want to take 10 years to figure the business out i don't want to take 10 years to figure out the you know this is exactly how you should be making money these are the these are the areas where the business is going and you know all of that stuff i need to i need to put it on a a fast track and learn it quickly and so for me um at the time early in, in people's careers when they're focusing on the craft and so on and so forth. I did yeah. that fairly quickly. I was shooting yeah. like five, six days a week for hours a day for like two wow. years straight to yeah. the point where I was like, okay, I'm comfortable with my shooting ability. And so I just dove into the whole um, understanding how the business works part yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and that to me, I think is, is the benefit that I had because I was coming in with like, all that knowledge, mm-hmm. all the knowledge that I had from the advertising world, but yes. also at the same time with the intention of saying, I can't slowly build up to making mm-hmm. a decent amount of money. I need to, make, need to it make it as quickly as possible. Yeah. I came, I came at it with a completely different mindset. So mm-hmm. I didn't have like 10 years of, of, uh, you know, shooting for, for merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, yeah. so I really benefited from coming in with like a very money focused, Mm-hmm. mentality whereas mm-hmm. creatives a lot of the time for a very long time are focusing on the art yeah yeah that's yeah. so true yeah, yeah learning their technique doing a bunch yeah. of test test work yeah right yeah for sure yeah absolutely that's so fascinating yeah Ugh. 
I love that. Oh uh, man, yeah. That I don't know if we'll ever have a post like that again, but <laughs> I'm glad we I'm glad we had one. I feel like it it was, you know And we made friends. We so, made so many friends. I mean, we wouldn't it. have yeah. you on this so podcast. Many. Exactly. If that had been I know. The case. So so, so many it, friends, yeah. 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 Which is great. I and I, I just really appreciated that you just you learned that information and then you were like, okay, let's share this and talk about it. And um, I feel like you're, I don't know, every time I hear you talk in Clubhouse or anything, like you're just so uh, wanting to share what you've learned so from others. Yeah, so generous mm-hmm. with your knowledge. And I appreciate that. I feel like I feel like that's starting to change in commercial photography or people are starting to share a lot more. Yeah. And I think that is helping you know, but I also feel like there's a lot of people who don't want to share anything and they're very competitive. And so I just, it's, I don't know. I really admire that about you. It's, it's, it's well, great. thank you very much, first yeah. of all. But also at the same time, um, it's, it's something that I've always done at every job that I've had because mm. I, I think people don't understand that, um, a simple thing like wage transparency is good for everybody. Yeah. Yes. Right? So 100%. Uh, people, people, <laughs> I hope my bosses don't hear this, but pretty much every <laughs> job that I've had, I've, I've shared with my coworkers how much I made. Yeah. Salary, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the number of times that, uh, that someone who's working with me found out that they're getting paid 10 K less than I was. Yeah. Mm. For doing the same work. 15K yeah. less than I was for doing the same work. Now, what happens next? Yeah. Do I get paid 10, 10K less? Absolutely no. not. No. They get paid more. Yeah. Right? Because then they yeah. can negotiate for themselves. So what happens when we hold back on information? What happens when we hold back on, on salary, on rates, on all of this stuff is that mm-hmm. people aren't going to undercut you by $50 or by $100. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you're getting undercut by thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you're getting undercut by a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, when, when you're quoting something for, for 4000 bucks for 5000 bucks, and yeah. somebody else finds out and quotes for, you know, 450 or like $500 cheaper, there's still a decent chance that the client will be like, eh, you know what, these guys know what they're doing. We're going to go with them anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That savings is not enough. But if somebody has no idea what they should be quoting mm-hmm. and they quote 700 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, the, the client might very well be like, listen, we're going to get C-level work. Yeah. But yeah. for such a low price yeah. that it's actually worth it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's things like that where I think uh, the more people share about what the process is, what the what the you know, what the rates are, how they should be negotiating, all of that stuff, it levels everybody's game. One hundred percent, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we start charging more. A really interesting anecdote about that is in the eighties, they um in order to shame CEOs in Wall Street and, and that stuff, <laughs> they they forced CEO salaries to be disclosed. And ah. the intention was the intention was they were gonna say that, you know what? If the Verizon CEO like if people find out that he makes a million a year and the employees are being made much less, like the CEO will be shamed into not negotiating as hard. Instead, what happened was the Verizon CEO would be making a million a year, but then he would see that the AT&T CEO was making $4 million a year. <laughs> yeah. And so he negotiated up 
And right. that's one of the reasons why we have CEO salaries that are outrageous now is because everybody mm. knows what each other are making and they keep going up and up and up mm. because they're comparing against each other. Yeah. So it's like things like telling people how much you make and, and what your rates are and so on and so forth. It's, it's super valuable because it means that yeah. other people are going to increase their rates as well. Yeah. 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 yeah it only benefits. Yeah. yeah. It only yeah. benefits everyone. Yeah. For sure. Ellie, I have a surprise for you. What? It's not my birthday. I mean, it might as well be. You remember Moodlier? Of course, the brand that creates those fun and unique shapes that help elevate your artistic visions. Mm-hmm. So they just launched an entirely new collection called the Teensy Collection, and it contains three new pieces called the Ziggy, Wavy, and Smiley. Wait, that's so adorable. <laughs> this is the cutest and most universal collection that Moodlier has put out yet. If you're into fun textures and shapes like we are, you're gonna die over these. They're multifunctional enough to be used as a catch-all tray for small items like makeup or jewelry, or as a backdrop or layering piece for your product photography. They come in four pastel shades, but you can also customize your pieces by ordering the white primer, which is our personal favorite. We honestly can't wait to get our hands on these pieces. Not only will they look cute in our product shoots, but they're perfect to style around our photo studio. Just like before, head to moodlier.com, that's M-O-O-D-E-L-I-E-R.com, and use the code per our last email, all caps, for 10% off your first order. If you've been waiting to buy your Moodlier pieces, now is the time. Guys, have you heard about Kirsten yet? No, but seriously, have you heard us talk about Kirsten before? Kirsten of Always Services? Yeah, you know the girl that just runs our entire business while we sit back and make this funny podcast? Yeah, that girl. <laughs> Kirsten, please don't ever leave us. Well, when she's not doing the millions of things she does for us, she runs a wildly successful business called Always Services, where she helps small business owners and solopreneurs find the relief they're looking for. Yep, everything from copywriting that converts to optimizing sales strategy. Seeing as we're one of her clients, I don't know how she hasn't sent in a story about us. I mean, honestly. <laughs> okay, look, though, the real reason we're here is because she just released these amazing templates that you can use in your business to help build boundaries, gain new clients through cold emailing, and overcome objections. Honestly, if she wasn't already doing this for us, we would probably buy these, like, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> We also know that her process works because we've seen her implement it into our own business. So that's it, guys. Three amazing templates, including the Boundary Building Workbook, the Cold Emailing Workbook, and the Overcoming Objections Workbook, each selling for only $37 or $87 bundled in the Better Biz Bundle. Here's the best part. We have a deal for you. <laughs> With our code KINDREGARDS, all caps, what else could it be? You can get 15% off any workbook or the bundle. Head to bit.ly slash per dash alway to grab yours now. Again, that's bit.ly slash per dash alway and use our code KINDREGARDS to start bettering your business today. Cheers! Well, if you're ready to share a story with us, <laughs> I am ready. Otherwise, I, I mean, we'll have more questions, yeah. I'm sure, after the fact. But I don't know if you had any short, any stories to share with us, um, you know. I have a fun one. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I love it's it. Crazy. It's only crazy just because of the numbers that were involved. But <laughs> I was supposed to work on a small email marketing uh, gig with a political agency over here. Mm -hmm. And... 
I kind of was like, I'm usually an advocate for for project pricing as opposed to hourly. Yeah. Yes. But this one, I was like, all right, I don't know what you guys are, you know, how you guys are working. And mm. they seemed a little bit messy. So I went with hourly. <laughs> and yeah. and the estimate was something like, you know, 3000 bucks for like three sure. days work or something, something small like that. It wasn't a big yeah. deal for me. Right. It was just going to take yeah. me a couple hours. We went through something like 15 rounds and it <gasps> oh took something like gosh. three, four weeks. What? <laughs> and I charged him something like, I think like 9K or some insane oh number like that. Oh my gosh. It was just madness. Wow. And oh my God. What I happened? Was, I was so happy. It was, it was one of those things where, um, and we all come across this, when a client <laughs> does not know what they want. Yes. Mm-hmm. They get in the mode of, I'll know it when I see it. Oh. Right. And it just becomes, a, I need to see something else. I need to see something else. I need to yeah. see something else. Combine yeah. that with having multiple people need to, needing to approve sign up. Approve or, yeah. Need mm-hmm. to approve it. It just becomes this endless cycle. And I'm like, I am so glad I did not quote them a project fee. Yeah. And I had an hourly, an hourly rate with them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or yeah. if like you had a project fee, it would have been so important to like bake into that your contract that there would be yeah. additional charges for changes or for revisions yeah. and all those kinds of things. Because, yeah, that's when you get in those situations where you're just like, wow, I what had, yeah. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I had one with where, where I was working with another agency. I was uh, I was freelancing for them and we had a pharma project and I I. Uh, because a friend of mine worked for them. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you guys have your shit together. And I quoted, <laughs> them, I quoted them a project price and it kind of spun out of control. Yeah. And because he was he was one of the people there, I kind of gave them a little bit of slack. And then towards the end, I was like, you guys know we kind of went way overboard with this, right? And they're yeah. like, you know what? They cut me an extra check. Oh, really? Wow. They were super nice about it. They That's were super. Really they're like, they're nice. like, you know what? You're totally right. We completely messed up because one of the things was that's unheard of. <laughs> wow, it's super unheard of, right? It's super. Unheard. Literally, I've actually, I've actually lucked out where I've had, I've had clients give me like little bonuses here, and there, oh, every well, once in a while. That's amazing. That's amazing. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. So, okay, tell us, tell us so the sweet. secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. tell us, so tell sweet. us the magic. So what, what, what do you offer so that nice. gets that gets some bonuses over here? <laughs> I let them. I let them walk all over me, and then I show them the track marks. And I'm like, you guys, you guys hurt me, and then they're like, "Oh man, you're right. We're like, so sorry. Oh, we're sorry. <laughs> it works. Oh my god. Oh, that's wow. funny. That yeah. is so good. That's so good. Yeah. No, I think I think one of the um, this is and this is something that's sort of like one of the things that I try to harp on when it comes to freelancing is you mm-hmm. have to sort of realize the number of roles that you're playing. Yeah. And one of the roles that 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 we play as freelancers is we're uh, account managers as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We're talking to the client. We're, we're managing the client's expectations. We're managing the client's emotions. We're preparing the client. <laughs> yeah. right? Right? Yes. We're doing all that stuff. That's a new one. I, yeah. It's, it's yes. true right? though. Yes. Yeah. We are. Cause, cause I, I mean, about it in that way. Yeah. How many times are we like, Oh man, you know what? I got to update them before they ask me because uh-huh. they might, they might be freaking out that they haven't heard for a while and 
you know, they stress out about this yeah, stuff. So yeah. if I keep updated, like you think about all of that, all of that stuff. And it's one of the things from agency life that you see is that you see the number of people that work on a project and the different roles that they have and how much they're being charged for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So on a project, you could have a designer, you could have a creative director, a project manager, an account manager and a partner. That's, that's five people. Yeah. And if if each one is billing at an average rate of 200 bucks an hour, a one hour meeting is a thousand bucks. Right. Right. And yeah. so you understand that there's value to each of the, these roles. Yeah. And then you understand as a freelancer, you might be the creative director and the designer and the project manager and the account manager. You're mm-hmm. filling all those roles because mm-hmm. as a project manager, you're making sure they send the assets on time. They, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And so once once you realize that they're getting they're getting like a, a four person team in one person. Yeah. You know, then you can start commanding and saying like 300, 400 an hour is what I do because otherwise anywhere else you'd be paying a thousand an hour, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I've had situations where I didn't manage the client properly. <gasps> and Tell I, us. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's one of those things where it's like clients also have frustrations in their own lives. And so yes. if you're, if you're compounding that where they haven't heard from you in a couple of days, yeah. You know, and they Mm -hmm. might be stressed about something else, Mm -hmm. but because you haven't been updating them, they can definitely direct their energy towards you. Yeah. That's not, that's not a fun time. No. But also the, but also at the same time on the flip side, if a client is one that's like frequently messing up Hmm. and you kind of gently remind them that, okay, you know, normally this would be a different thing, but I'm going to take care of this for you guys, you know, this and that. Right. Um, and you <laughs> sort of let them know the whole time that you're working with them, that you're, that you're making them look good to their bosses, that, you, you know, all of that stuff that, yeah. that you've been, that you've been sort of on their side. Mm-hmm. Then towards the end, they, a lot of the times they feel indebted to you. Right. And they feel, they right. feel like they have to reciprocate in some way. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I like that the idea though of like just that you're you are managing you're an account manager as well. And like yeah. that's yeah. something that is super important to keep in mind. And I think part of a lot of like what like why people undercharge too is that they're only thinking of just the project. And right. they're not thinking about all of the emails and all yeah. of the they're things just that thinking are about what they're delivering. Advance. Yeah. And then they're just thinking about the deliverables. And then they're also not thinking of the value of those deliverables after the fact. So like taking into right. account the pre time that you're spending plus all of the the value mm-hmm. will then like will add up to you quoting more appropriately for that project, you know? Yeah, I, I in my experience, creatives tend to value their work based on how difficult it was for them to create it. Right. <laughs> which yeah. is one hundred percent the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. The value of the work is one hundred percent based on how valuable it is to the client. To the client, mm-hmm. yeah. If 100%. it takes me five minutes to draw a box, yeah. But that box becomes a logo <laughs> for somebody that is not yeah. generating millions of dollars. It doesn't matter. You know, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you have to understand where the value is assigned. You know, you can yeah, have, exactly. like, even if you look at the, the drinks that you're making, you know, you can mm-hmm. make a one drink at a, at a dive bar. It could be the exact same drink at a, mm-hmm. you know, at the Four Seasons bar, but yeah. the price is way more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why? 
It's because mm-hmm. you're at the Four Seasons, and there's yeah. a certain there's a certain <laughs> reputation that comes with that, and you're gonna yeah. look a certain way if you're yeah. drinking a drink. You know, it, it's it changes everything. It changes what your brand what your brand is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, so I think I think creatives need to understand that value has nothing to do with how much effort you put into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. So, do you have advice along those lines? Well, I, I know you're like I was getting all these DMs about <laughs> what to charge and this and that, and I know you can't. That's what's so hard is like every project's different. Every yeah. every creative is different too in their experience level mm-hmm. and what they should be charging. But do you have advice for someone who is kind of thinking about that, like? Or trying to learn more about the business side of of commercial photography. Yeah, I think for for me, what one of the things that I think of is, um, you like creatives really focus on the creative part, and they really mm-hmm. focus on how can I make this look good, how can I right, so on and so forth. Um, I think one of the questions that creatives don't ask is, how is this going to make you money? Yeah. Right. Where yeah. is this going to go? Like, how's this? How's this affecting your company? Yeah. What does this mean for your company? It could be something as simple as you know, if you're working for a spa, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing some images for a spa or doing a design for a spa. You could be like, all right, let's say best case scenario. How like, how much do you think is uh, your clientele is going to increase by? Right. Yeah. You're going to mm-hmm. get maybe let's say you get twenty percent more clients yeah. because you update all your branding. How many clients is that going to be? How much do they spend per, you know, per session? Mm-hmm. And how many, how much is that going to be over six months or a year? You know, and, and then it becomes a question of, um, you know, would you, would you be willing to pay three months worth of new clients for like the next, <laughs> the next year or whatever? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all, it's all profit from then onwards, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, you, you really have to sort of understand what the business is that you're working for and you have to mm-hmm. understand what like how they're going to use your work to generate money yeah. and how much how much money they expect to generate from it and then you have to sort of work back from there and be like okay my cut should be this much um, right. and you know and sometimes sometimes you're going to work for a mom and pop shop a small bakery that sells mm-hmm. cupcakes and it's not going to generate that much of an income for them. And it's not going to be a huge, and you can't charge them that much. Yeah. yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter if you work 40 hours on it, you can't charge them that much because you can only sell so many cupcakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas if you put 40 hours in for, you know, for Nike and they put it on their Instagram that has like mm-hmm. 10, 15 million followers, it's, it's a completely different, it's a completely different, it's a completely yeah. different thing, you know. That one image yeah. could could result in five hundred thousand dollars in sales, right? Easily, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you, so I think the biggest thing that that creatives should do is talk to your clients about thinking you know, about the they, client. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want to jump into the creative work. They want to jump into like this is the vision that we see, this and that. But kind of sort of back them up a little bit and be like, what kind of like. Where is this going to live? How do you mm-hmm. how do you guys plan on using it? And what like what does success look like for you guys with these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. are you asking them questions like how much do you expect to make from this? Or are you asking clients that before you quote them, or how are you phrasing that? Right, I think I think part of it is I, the way I'm phrasing it a lot of the times is just asking them um, 
just asking them about their business in general. Yeah, be like, right. okay, what kind okay. of business do you do? Yeah, like, yeah, what, you yeah. Know, this is that, you know, and a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff, the answers are already there where, you know, you go to the site and you can see yeah. what booking a spa session right. is, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then you can just straight up ask them like, okay, if this is a successful campaign for you guys, right? Yeah. Like this things go beautifully. Like, like yeah. what would that look like? What would make yeah. you guys happy? You know, when you're like, like okay, we'll see, we'll see a 10% increase in, in people walking in the door. Is that what's going to make you guys happy? And then what number is that? You Mm -hmm. know, and you you could sort of like, it's really a fact finding mission in terms of, um, in terms of trying to understand what the client is, Mm -hmm. you know, what the client is working with. Um, There's a guy on, uh, on, he teaches at Art Center uh, in Cali named Chris Doe. And he has a ton of videos on pricing and how to mm. how to tease out budgets from clients and how to understand on how to price your work and and he's um, yeah he's really really good Chris cool. Doe D O Chris Doe okay cool. yeah and, and on Instagram he's the Chris Doe okay nice okay yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, That's super helpful. Um, I also like that it kind of positions you as a partner with the client instead of, oh, I'm just the photographer they're hiring for this campaign or I'm just the designer for this. It's like I'm I'm coming into this. I'm here to work with you. Yeah. Seeing that we're going to be partners in this and that I want to make this as successful as possible for you. And and, in doing that, I need to understand all these things and part of that includes budget and money um and and yeah you're like i'm we're in this together it's not just like i'm just the contractor you've hired on yeah. the side and yeah. hopefully this you will both be a long see the success of yeah. this yeah. project exactly yeah, yeah i think yeah. That those questions are are good and in, in positioning yourself like that so mm-hmm. i think yeah. yeah it's super important yeah it is it's um it also helps to i mean you should also ask things like what are the demographics of the people that you're yeah. trying to get? You know what I yeah. mean? That should, yeah. that should affect what your work is. That should Absolutely. affect what you're, you know, yeah. the, the creative that you, and Who's so it all, it all comes into play. Yeah. Target yeah. audience, all of yeah. that stuff. So it's part of that conversation. Yeah, for sure. And and when you understand their business too, you can also better understand who their competition is, who's going to set them, how you can then create images that set them apart from that competition mm-hmm. and, that's going to result in a more successful campaign. The more you know about their business, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's also helpful, I think, when when uh, another thing that I like to do is if a client, if a client wants to do something mm-hmm. that I can definitely do and make money off of, but they don't need, yeah. I try to tell them. I try to tell them. I'm like, look, I can do this for you guys. I will gladly take your money, but you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. And the the yeah. the level of appreciation they show when they're like, this guy isn't trying to fleece us. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not trying. Yeah. To, he's not trying to hoodwink us. It it kind of <laughs> it helps. It helps with the relationship building, which you Absolutely. know goes back to account management. And, yeah. And yeah. a lot of the times, it's just a question of just being like, I can do it. Yeah. You shouldn't want me to do it, though. You know, <laughs> yeah, you I do that. Leave. I do that a lot with clients who ask for full usage. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. If you want to pay for full use, I mean, great, we'll take it. Yeah. But it's not worth it to you right now. No. If you don't know that you're going to print these images or where, yeah. like, it, there's no yeah. point. Like, why don't you just wait and see, or even just like add usage? You know, you're yeah. likely not going to run an ad on all 20 of these images. So why don't you just 
you know, buy the few ads you know you want. And then if you later on decide we want to run an ad with this image, happy to take it at that point, you know, happy to take it now, but it's not necessary, you know, and, and that'll help, you know, you with your budget costs a lot. So that's, yeah, been a big area that I feel like we can kind of show clients that we're not just out for their Mm -hmm. money. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'll take it, but (laughs) there's also, there's also like psychologically, um, reciprocity is a huge thing with human Mm. beings where, (laughs) you know, this is why Costco has free stuff. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, like studies show that you, you give people something, they mm-hmm. sort of feel indebted to you and they give you back in return. They, it does. Them samples. Yeah, no, that's them so samples, true. though. Those I samples, know. like they have studies that show samples. that oh. those free samples, like uh, they yield like 70% more sales every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. For I've each definitely one of have things. put something in my cart because of something that I tasted in the sample exactly. section. Yeah. Exactly. So, so like, so, so being generous like that and being given like that also comes back to you. Like it, yeah. it also benefits yeah. you. So you're benefiting mm. the client, but they also feel, you know, they feel, they feel like they should reward you. Yeah. 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 Um, I had a question. So how do you, do you still deal with um, having to educate clients on like mm. licensing or any of that? Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm nodding. I'm nodding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think. Um, I and think how do you go step- about that? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I think the first step is to educate yourself. Like you should yes. really, really yes. know about this stuff, and then from there you can, like, you can run across people that are already educated, and you know you're good to go, depending on who you're working with. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then with with clients that aren't well educated on the thing, a nice, gentle, like, okay, this is. This is the one-on-one version of of yeah. how this is of this of how this gets done, and then always giving them you know like uh, giving them a cheaper option. Yeah. When you're talking to them about that, you're like, okay, things can go as high as this. Right. You don't need that. You know, <laughs> yeah, sort yeah. of doing the whole like thing where you you, you give them the full range, yeah. and then you tell them where they're playing, and mm-hmm. be like, you don't need to you know go all the way over here. This is this is the area that you guys are playing in, and yeah. you know when you tell people that shoots cost like eighty thousand dollars and stuff like yeah. that, and then you tell yeah. them that, but yours will cost five k. Five k sounds so much better. Yeah, because <laughs> they so had that stomach drop moment yeah. <laughs> when they heard eighty k. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's yeah. it's it's a little bit of price anchoring, but it's also you know educating people on on how the industry works and yeah. Um, and how you work, I know, like, the yeah. uh, what's his name? One of my friends uh, on Clubhouse, Justin, Justin mm-hmm. Cisan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was telling me, me and some, some of my other friends, that he doesn't do the whole, like, oh, we'll pay you in 30 days or please. He's like, no, he, like, he gets paid up front. Yeah. Or, like, or like you know, within, within a couple of days afterwards, he's like, the statement that he says is, I live in New York. It costs money to look outside. <laughs> That's true. And so, yeah. And so, you yeah. know. Oh, and, my gosh. And so there's there's the whole thing where you have to educate people on the industry standard, but then you also mm-hmm. have to educate people on how you work. Yeah. And what yeah. your standards are and how you and how you run things for yourself. Yeah. And all, Absolutely. And all of that well, that's comes That's the beauty down of freelancing, to, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you yeah. get to decide how mm-hmm. your process is like exactly. and how you work. And, yeah. 
and yeah. you get to set those standards for yourself. And, and, you know, if, if someone really wants to work with you, then they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's also, and it's also the, the, I think one of the, one of the benefits of having a nine to five is that you, you, you have the security yeah. of yeah. having a regular job. Yeah. One of the scary things, but also fun things about being a freelancer is that you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But, but that also stops people from saying no, thank you a lot. Right. And people people should say no to more projects. Yeah. Yes. Um, like you should pick and choose the projects that you don't want to do, but you say yes to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. Because there's always small... going to be a few, but yeah. 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 I mean, like, I, I, when I don't say no to projects. I just quote outrageous numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, we've done, we've done that Have too. Have you ever had yeah. a situation where somebody took you up on an outrageous number? Uh, have I had that happen? I think one time it happened. Tell it, tell it. <laughs> I think one time it happened. And I think it was for, it was, I think it was for a, I think it was, I think that email client might've been it. Cause I, mm. cause I did not want to do a political email campaign and I was right. like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. But, and it was yeah. going to be like easy, easy work for me to do. It was yeah. just going to take me like two days. And I quoted them something like, you know, two days and like, five, six hours over two days. Right. And I quoted something like four or 5,000. I forgot what I quoted. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> and I was and like, like, what? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, great. I mean, like if, if they, you know, if, if, if they want me to, to do something that isn't inspiring and that, you know, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't move me in any way that I'm sure. not going to be excited to work on that. I'm going to, you know, be like, Oh, I got to do this shit. You yeah. know, if that's, yeah. if that's how I'm going to go into this project, it needs to be worth it. You know, and it's all, and it's also, it, it also wasn't a challenging project. Right. You know, so yeah. I was like, if you this have to is, have motivation from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be money, money there. or the passion. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It has yeah, it has yeah. to be something like that. So, yeah. so, yeah, and that turned out to be like an even bigger project and even right. more expensive. So I was like, this, great, you know, that's, sure, that's great. It allows, but those projects allows you to take on small projects that don't mm -hmm. pay well, but are that really you are excited about, that, yeah, that you're excited yeah. about, or that are good for your portfolio, or you know, they they do things in many different ways. So yes, right, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do that too. Like if we're not excited, sometimes we just say this is not a good fit for us. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. And usually it's because they said their budget was like five hundred dollars. We're like, no, thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> you know, come back <laughs> yeah. when you have a bigger budget. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I, oh, go sorry, ahead. I, I was gonna say a lot of the times yeah. when something like that happens, it happens for one of two reasons: either the yeah. budget isn't enough, or I don't think I'm that good at it. And so I'll mm -hmm. say no for those two reasons. Sure. And usually, and usually, especially when, when I don't think I'm that good at it, I recommend a friend. Yes. I've yes. Sent, yeah. Yeah. I've sent a we lot do that of work too. To or friends. if we just yeah. can't, it's not something that we can fit in our schedule, but it's like yeah. a good thing. Well, yeah, definitely refer someone. Yeah. Yes. Um, because yeah, you want to offer them a solution. You don't want to just be like, yeah. no, I, you know. But, <laughs> Click. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there has been times that we've just quoted, or like, or we just kind of get the the feeling that they're going to be a difficult person to work with. We're like, okay, we could use the money. We could, you know, it's going to be a fine project, but they're going to be really annoying. We'll increase the price just based off of that yes. alone. Yes. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah this has, we have to get paid more for this, or we're just going to be <laughs> grumpy. Like, it's therapy. It's so, therapy. Yeah, <laughs> therapy exactly. Money, yes. 
Gotta pay for those massages after. Oh, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, Self care. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Hannah, do you have any like what are your like red flags mm. when it comes to like clients and knowing like, you know, like what are some of those things for you that make you want to say no to the, this client or like, you know, kind of pass mm. along the project? Or raise the raise the rates. Or raise the rates. Something outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here's one of the flags actually is with rates. If they uh like how people react to rates is very, very telling. Yes. Um, you know, uh, yes. so like if I'll tell somebody, okay, I don't take projects for less than this price of these number of images that yeah. are going to get delivered. If they start like, well, what if I only need, well, what uh-huh. if I, you know, then I'm like, oh, okay. So this yeah. is going to be that type of thing. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 So things, things like that, I think are usually, um, are usually flags. Um, the frequency with which they like, discussions happen where you know they email me i email them and and how quickly they respond and stuff like that i think that's Mm -hmm. sometimes an indicator um the ability to stay on track with meeting times (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my gosh big one (laughs) you know that's that's a good one i'm like we're both on the east coast we should not be called, you know, yeah. there should have, there isn't a time difference. Yeah. Like yeah. We should, yeah. we should not have this issue where we're getting on the phone an hour later. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Um, people showing up late. That's mm-hmm. a sign where it's like just general signs of uh, not respecting other people's time. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be a problem down the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know. Oof. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It does. It, happens a lot. it does. Yeah. And you learn from it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a podcast. These guys, uh, Jesus and Mero, they always say, God's working on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our flaws. We you know, all have that. our flaws. I yeah, know. I just, I just, you just don't have to work with them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're not the client for you sometimes, and that's okay. You know, they can exactly. work with someone else and. Maybe that person won't be bothered by those things, you know? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that person will be even more late. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Oh, my gosh. So funny. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I think, yeah, we were just saying on the last episode we recorded, I I feel like I used to kind of always like – I don't know. I, I, I had the mindset of like the client is always right or like, oh, like I have to always bend over backwards. Like if the client is late to the meeting, I should still be available for the call or those kinds of things. And that's kind of shifted where I'm like, no, well, you missed the meeting. Like, all right, that, let's reschedule. You know, I'm no longer available. And, you know, or you want to jump on the call last minute? Like I'm not available today. You know, those kinds of things, which has helped my mental space so much. Just being like, I can have those boundaries and I can be like, I'm sorry, like, you're late. Like I'm not, we're not going to spend more time, you know? And that's, that's helped a lot in a nice way, you know, just just being clear and firm and communicating to the client that like, that means you lost your slot. Okay. We'll just reschedule, you know, but yeah, it's taken me a little while to get there. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah, it is hard. I think setting boundaries in life when it Mm -hmm. comes to all sorts of relationships. Yes. Yes. They need to be said early. 
Yes. Yeah. Like what's, yeah. what's, you know, what's going to be acceptable for you, acceptable behavior for you, yeah. uh, the way that you want to be treated and so on and so forth. Yeah. These are things that need to be established early. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. These are, these are the rules just so mm-hmm. we understand, just so yeah. we're both of the same, you know, mm-hmm. just so there's no confusion down the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always, you know, it's, it's always, a. Uh, <laughs> Like all my friends know, there's certain things that you cannot say around me. There's certain yeah. things you cannot yeah. do around, you know. And it's the same. And it's and it's the same thing with, uh, you know, with with clients. It's like yeah. the earlier, like early on, mm-hmm. any of the uh, like any of the times when a client like has potential to to behave in a way that's going to be problematic for you down the line, mm-hmm. the first moment to me, I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity to train them. Yes, 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 this is good. This Nip is good. it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. This is yeah. this is going to cause me so many problems down the line. Uh-huh. I'm super happy when those happen early because yeah. then you get to manage things super, super early. And you get yeah. to be yeah. like, okay, this is not acceptable. This is this is what you guys <laughs> should expect from me. Yeah. And this is what I'm expecting from you. Mm-hmm. My schedules have my deliverables, but they also have your deliverables. Yes. And if you don't, yes. if you don't yes. hit it, right? We do that too. Uh-huh. Exactly. And, and if, if you, you don't, don't hit, meet those? Then yeah. guess what? The schedule gets pushed back. Yep. Yes. Exactly. One thousand percent. Exactly. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's you know, and it's 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 one of those things where, I mean, client, like, you can't get clients to think that, hey, I'm paying, I'm paying you, and I get to do whatever I want. It's like, no, we established the rules from the beginning. It's like yes. you're paying me under these rule sets. Yeah, and if you don't exactly. establish them early, they dance all over the place. Yeah, like, no, 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 and it's hard to corral them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. We have it in our like one of the boundaries we have, or like rules that we have in our contract is that whenever we send an email, we need a response. If it's like we're asking for information, yeah, you know about the shoot, we need a response. That's important. Within yeah, yeah we need <laughs> a response within five business days, which. It's five business days. Like so, it's pretty like pretty generous yeah. amount Very of time. Generous. You know, and most of our shoot yeah. our our shoot times are like we have a lot of lead time. But you know, if we don't get a response, it messes everything up potentially and our whole timeline. And so uh and if you know, if we don't get that response, we have the right to put the project on a hold and we can charge you a fee to restart and uh be subject it's subject to our, our own availability. availability. If we're not you know, we can't work within the time frame anymore. It gets mm. pushed out and it's going to get pushed out after our other clients we have lined up. Right. And um, we had a client recently that like they pushed back on that so hard and they were like, like so <laughs> mad about that being in our contract. And I was like, well, do you think you're not going to be responding within five days? Flag. There's, there's three Flag, of you. Yes. Yeah, Flag. That's, exactly. That's what I said. And I was yeah. like, there's three of you on this project. And so if one of you can't respond to me within five business days, that's a or, problem. or you're not going to be able to communicate with me that something happened and you can't respond. I don't think we can work together. Like, I can't take that out. And they were right. like, oh, okay, yeah, fine. And they like <laughs> left it in. I was like, I, I mean, we went, we move forward, but we'll see how it plays out. But we'll I see. just was like, yeah, to me, I was like, oh, if you think that you're not, you're intending on not responding to me. <laughs> That's why we have this clause in the contract. <laughs> You're the client. Yeah. You're the reason why we have this, yeah. you know. So there's um there's a good rule that that I heard that I learned like years ago from somebody. He said every project there are three elements, right? Mm-hmm. There is quality, 
There's time and mm-hmm. there's budget. Yeah. The client gets two. Yeah. <laughs> client gets two, right? <laughs> yeah. You can get good quality for a low mm-hmm. price, but mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot of time. We got to fit it into all these other projects, you know, all right. that stuff. You can get good quality very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. But we're going to charge you rush fees. We're going to get yeah. a bunch of people mm-hmm. working on, you know, all of that exactly. stuff. So it's like you don't get good work done quickly for a cheap price. No, no, no one no. gets all three. So, and I've told clients that up front. I've told them like, yeah. listen, the, these the, these are the realities of the world. You know, yeah. like this isn't something. This isn't <laughs> something unique to me. This is something that you can tell your clients. Yeah, you, know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. you get three. Absolutely. We all, you know, there are three elements. You get two. So you can mm-hmm. tell me which two you want. Yeah. 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 Exactly. What's most yeah. important to you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love it. Do you have advice for somebody who is just starting out in I know you kind of said you're kind of just starting out, but I feel like you have so much experience yeah. under your belt and you've mm. you've really studied a lot of things. So do you have advice? What would you tell someone if someone's just starting out in commercial photography as a brand new photographer? Mm. <laughs> Besides get, on, besides get on Clubhouse and talk to established photographers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I have like, I, I have a general um, like life rule that mm. I kind of sort of live by. And this is, mm. so I train, I train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I was just going to bring yes. that up. I was going to bring that up after because I wanted to hear more about your like balancing work life and, and, oh, and work yeah. and life. Balance, balance is a myth. <laughs> balance is a myth. <laughs> Um, yeah. No. So, so, so there's, there's, there's this like legend of jujitsu named Marcelo Garcia, and I was watching an interview with him, and he was talking about how he's like, um, I feel sorry for athletes who try eighty percent, hmm. right? They give eighty percent effort hmm. because then they go to the tournament and they lose, right? And they lose, but at the same time, they put 80% effort in the gym. They put 80% effort in their workouts. They put 80% effort in their diets. Like, it's a lot of work. They put a lot of work into it. But yeah. 80% doesn't win, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and he's like, I feel sorry for those people because they were they were so close. All they had to do was put a little bit more, just 20% more, yeah. Yeah. you know? And I feel that, I feel that, that that applies to life in that if you, if you really want to, like if you really want to win and if you really, really want to get ahead on something, going 80% is the worst thing you can do because mm. it's a lot of work, but you mm-hmm. won't really get as much reward as you could have. It's mm. you're better off not doing it at all. Right. right. If you're if you're if you're going for it, go for it all the way. Yeah. So like this this shoot that I'm working on, it's a it's a test shoot where no client attached. You know, yeah. it's just me. It's just, just me and somebody, you. and we're yeah. just building our portfolio. Like me, yes. and, nice. me and me and the you know, me and the talent. But I built a treatment for it. Yeah, yeah. It took me two weeks to build the treatment. I yeah. like I had a client in mind. I built the whole treatment. I yes. went to the location. I location scouted. I took yeah. videos of the location. I had my brother stand in. <laughs> I'm yes. going to I'm going to do a light test this weekend. Like I'm. 
like treating yeah, it like treating this. Yeah, you're treating it as if it's a full-on. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm buying fitness equipment for, for him because I want all the fitness equipment to look a certain way. Yeah. So I'm putting a lot of money into this. I'm putting, I'm putting maybe about $1,000 into this shoot. Yeah. And because for me, I'm like, it could be a $200 shoot easily where I could sure. be like, all right, wear your own sneakers, uh, you know, and pray that he has nice sneakers. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> let's see if we can grab a couple of different uh, mismatched, uh, what's it called? Workout equipment from a couple places here and there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the workout equipment will kind of look sort of okay. It would be a decent shoot, but yeah. it's not going to look like a really, really good right. shoot. Mm-hmm. So I'm buying like training ropes. I'm buying all these things that are very, very specific to how I want this to look. And I'm putting a lot of money in it in order for it to look a very, very specific way. Yeah. So that the images are not 80%, they're 100%. They're you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's an investment like, for potential future clients that yeah, should, that will return eventually. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You know, and so that, that like, it's the, the more direct, um, like advice for somebody who's starting out as a, as trying to get into commercial photography, figure out who you want to shoot for, like the yeah. clients that ultimately you want to shoot for, mm-hmm. look at the type of images they, they need. And then start doing test shoots to build your portfolio up yeah. to have those type of images. Like you're not going yeah. to be able to get clients with mm-hmm. without those images. So you have to build those shoots yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have to show that you can do the work. It was like we had, we just put out an episode with um, Abby, who is a graphic designer. And she talks a lot about personal projects. And she, she started mm-hmm. doing that because a coffee shop came to her and they wanted to hire her. And they were like, oh, do you have any, have you done work for a coffee shop? And she said, no. So they chose somebody else. And then she was like, oh, well, then I'm just going to design something for a quote coffee shop to show when the next coffee shop Mm -hmm. comes around that I can do work for a coffee shop, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's super important to always be building your portfolio that way. Yeah. I love that advice. It's the creative version of dress for the job you want. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Test for the job that you want. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Uh, it. I love that so much. So so many good nuggets of information. But (laughs) tell us a little bit more about your jujitsu. Like I'm just like how so is that like your Is that your is that your um your outlet? Your outlet, yes. When it's Mm. like you just said ba- balance is a myth. Please explain. Please explain. <laughs> Which it's, I feel like I kind of agree with, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's I think I think for me balance is like um like nothing's going to get equal portions. Mm-hmm. Right? Your yeah. personal life is not gonna get an equal portion as your work life is not as your hobbies are like they're all gonna have different, like, you know, but they should have the portions they deserve. Right. So, right. So like maybe, you know, if, if 30, 40% of your time is spent with your family and the people you care about, that's awesome. And like, you know, 30% on your work and, you know, yeah, that might be good. That might be a good balance or or things like that, but you have to sort of figure out what, what makes sense for you. And that season that you're in too, because there's going to be seasons where your work maybe takes a little bit of priority for a second because you're just starting your business or something, right. you know, yeah. huge project comes along that's like career changing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then there, you know, there's going to be seasons where, you know, yeah. Family will take more of a priority because of certain things yeah. and to be yeah. okay with that and to be able to recognize the season that you're in. 
I love that. Give it Mm -hmm. the appropriate. And like what you value at that time, because I'm sure with every, every year, you know, we're 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 not getting any younger. Yeah, <laughs> things uh, prioritize, yeah. like priorities change, and yeah, yeah. You, and yeah what are your priorities? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so it's it's so yeah. So the whole idea where everything has to be balanced is like, well, you know, that's that's not necessarily a thing. But for me, so um, jujitsu is something that is. Um, so I kind of went through this thing where, in my like late twenties, early thirties, I decided I sort of wanted to have many, many skills. Right. <laughs> so I got, I, I got in my head that, uh, okay. So I got in my head that people, <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of like a little bit of a weird thing and I don't tell too many people this. So oh, here it <laughs> Heard it here well, first. <laughs> right. So I get the, so I was under the impression in my head that we spend most of our lives in the beginning learning right Mm -hmm. uh and then once we graduate college or high school wherever you you know whatever you do you stop learning and you start instead experiencing things Mm -hmm. so you start going on vacations you start taking this you start doing that you know Mm -hmm. but acquiring new skills is sort of something that doesn't happen anymore even when you go to even when people go to grad school and stuff it's usually just to further what they already know and it's usually more of a business move so I decided in my early 30s that I was going to do this thing where every five years I'm going to learn something new that's oh, difficult that's cool. to do. Yeah. Right. I so, love that. Right. So my first, the first time, the first thing that I did was I trained Muay Thai for five years. And, wow. And I was like, I had a <laughs> getting kicked in the head like is not a good thing to do while (laughs) while having a nine to five job you know so like i mean how to become a murderer just kidding i I was like geez no Uh so i have friends who are like professional fighters were like fighting and getting making money off it and i was training with them really really hard and i was like this is just not a good idea um so (laughs) i did that for a couple years and then i stopped and i switched to jujitsu Okay. And jujitsu is much more of a, a grappling type of like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's less, it's more arthritis damage and less blunt, <laughs> blunt force trauma. Blunt damage. force trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's less of that. And so I've been doing that now for what, five, six years. And it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it forever. Um, I took photography in college a little bit, but mm-hmm. photography was the next thing that I was going oh, to wow. do. And so I picked up photography like two and a half, three years ago. Oh and my gosh. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, you know, um, with all of these things, I think there's a benefit to like really sucking for a while. Yeah. Like you, people, every couple of years, it's important to pick up something that you're like, oh, dude, I'm really bad at I'm this. Really and, not bad. Only, and not only am I really bad at this, I'm going to be really bad at this for a long time. <laughs> You know, you have to, you have to accept that you're going to suck for like two years straight. Like this is just going to be trash upon trash upon trash. That's nothing, (laughs) nothing good is going to happen. Right. But then you also realize very quickly that everybody who has, was ever good at anything started off being really, really shitty at it. Right. 
John Mayer, his first day on guitar was garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee you, I For guarantee sure. you it was garbage, you know? Yeah. And and once once you get that in your head, you begin to realize that you could be anything and you could do anything. Mm. And it's just a question of getting through those first two or three years where you're trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, you're off to the races. So I kind of want to <laughs> be somebody where it's like, in my 80s or 90s, I want to be a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I want to have a photography yeah. career. I want to I want to be a musician. I want, you know, just be like, have all of these things that and I've done. And always learning. Wow. And always learning. And every five years, I want to be like, I suck at this. I suck at this. You know, just completely <laughs> starting from scratch yeah. and just adding Next and adding year, and adding to it. Next year, I suck at cooking. It. Let me figure See? it out. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. And, and, and it's also like... It also teaches you to be kind to yourself and it yeah. also teaches you to be like, you know what, you're not you're not bad at anything. You're yeah, just a beginner. You just right. you're yeah. just starting. You know, there's yeah. no such thing as suck at something. And that's learning languages is the same way. Yeah. In, in the beginning, you're it's really, it's really embarrassing learning a new yeah. language. Because <laughs> yeah. you begin it to think It kind of humbles every, you a little bit. It humbles yeah. you, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. All of these things. We could do. all oh. use a little humbling. Yeah. All of these things do it. They humble you and then they give you a new sense of achievement as you get better at them. Mm-hmm. And then when... You know, when you start telling people that you've only been doing it for two years and they're like, wow, and they get impressed, it feels, you know what I mean? It feels a little bit good. And then you, it's, it's easier to achieve those things. Mm -hmm. It's easier to go from an F to a B than from a B to an A. Yeah. You know, so it's like, so you can get good at nearly anything. I like the the idea of like switching from your, your, the way you think about things from instead of saying like I'm bad at this, I'm just a, a beginner. Like yeah. I like yeah. that. Like I think that yeah. that, that like, is a much more change. positive way to yeah. to think about yourself when and you're just starting something out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, to not feel discouraged. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, I I um when I was in college, I loved listening to the blues, and I was like, I'm gonna pick up a guitar and I'm gonna learn yeah. how to play. And I picked up a guitar and I tried for like three weeks. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> Not meant to be a guitar player. Yeah. That's what's going on here. It just wasn't meant for me, you know? My hands right? don't work like that. Yeah. Moving on. And it was and only now three I'm weeks. Like, and it was only three weeks. And now I'm looking back at yeah. it and I'm like, man, if I just kept going, I'd have been mm. like, yeah, I've been playing the guitar for 20 years. You yeah. cannot suck at something. Yeah. If you're doing it for 20 years, it's it's yeah. absolutely 100% impossible. You, yeah. I might not be a great guitar player i might not be you know be a professional yeah yeah but But you're not gonna be bad yeah no way you can be bad no way you can be bad yeah Yeah. so yeah Yeah. so that's so that's what took me to jujitsu and sort of like it's and now it's very therapeutic and you know choking people and putting people to sleep (laughs) makes makes my day so much better You just replaced the, so the person's better. face with the client that yeah, wronged exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. It's therapy. And then you sing them a lullaby as you put them to sleep. I love yeah. it. Oh, man. I love That's it. So, so funny. funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Hanad. This is uh, an amazing conversation. Oh, my oh gosh. actually, thank I just you. thought of something. One, oh. one last question before I forget, because sure. I, I always <laughs> like to ask this question. But um, what have you learned about yourself through your career you know in 
in all the things that you've done, both in advertising, marketing, or photography, even, um, what have you learned about yourself through your freelancing Mm. journey? Besides being really bad at taking compliments. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I've learned that I, I'm actually pretty good with people. I mm-hmm. sort of didn't realize this. I, I didn't realize that that not everybody was good with people. But my right. my father my father's a diplomat, so like talking to people in a way that they can understand things and mm. um, inserting humor at the right time and getting people at ease to to see things your way is something yeah. that I'm pretty. Uh, it's something that I'm pretty good at, and I didn't realize that until. Until I it's had your, to do it's account your calming management. voice. Yeah. It's your calming voice. Right. And your, know. You, know, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's a combination <laughs> of things. <laughs> you guys should it's see me. him right now. He's like, he's got his like, his hands stop, like stop, propping stop, up stop, his stop. head like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. No, that's not it at all. I'm like, God damn it. Deflect, deflect, deflect. <laughs> yeah. No, I can I can see that, and I think yeah, that's a really good skill to have. Like it's like a people really good skills, skill. like just mm-hmm. being able to kind of like not let them off easy, but just just know how to speak Diffuse to them. Yeah, situation. Diffuse the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that, and it's also it's also sort of realizing that. And have you guys seen the movie Unbreakable? No, it's it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. It's my favorite comic book movie, oh, <laughs> but it's something it's something that I learned uh, from watching that movie, and it's um, the bad guys never think they're the bad guys, mm. and that's okay. true in life. Mm. Like no one thinks that they're the bad guys. Everyone's right. the hero right. of their story. Right. You know, and so the second you realize that no one is uh, like people aren't like actively going around being like, oh, I'm going to be a shithead today. You <laughs> yeah. Know? No, yeah. no one's That's no one's true. really doing that. You yeah. sort of you sort of, you know, you sort of give people a little bit more slack and you sort of like tell people that, look, I, I know you think you're right, but yeah. you're totally wrong. But, <laughs> but we can work this and let's, you know, let's get you at a place where you understand yeah where i'm coming from as opposed to being oh. like oh this dude is a total shithead 24 yeah. 7 it's like yeah. no he thinks he's he thinks he's a hero right you know or she thinks she thinks she's amazing or, you know right. it's like, yeah 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 so oh, reframing yeah. things with reframing them. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so good so good mm. wow well, well yeah. one more time tell us where we can find yes. you your website your instagram everything. sure uh, <laughs> I think I'm Hanad Photo everywhere. Uh, my yeah. my website is my website is photo.hanadali.com. Okay. Um, Hanad Perfect. is H A N A D. Ali is like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. No relation. Um, <laughs> you never my, know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Unless he's Somali, I know. <laughs> Could be distant, but, distant relation. Right. But um, yeah, Instagram Hanad Photo. perfect everyone go follow yes and yeah thank you yeah thank you for listening well i was gonna say thank you thank you thank you you for inviting me i was like uh, you have like yo i'm gonna be famous i'm gonna get a blue check mark (laughs) oh my gosh this is gonna be amazing people are gonna be like yo this dude's the shit Oh my gosh, they already they already believe it. Yeah, after that post. But 
No, thank you for sharing your your wisdom and for taking your time to talk to us. I just, yeah. I really always enjoy talking to you. I know. So it was so oh, fun to like you. sit down just us, yeah, and not yeah. in a room of people. <laughs> <laughs> Got to monopolize your time. <laughs> okay, awesome. real quick before we get off, I always notice whenever we're in a clubhouse room, your name always like goes like, do you are you like actively pressing the like the microphone no on off. we don't know about clubhouse you're always blinking that's when right. that's when it's like you agree right is that what yeah, it is yeah when you okay. want to clap when you want to clap for that's somebody clapping? that's what i thought oh that's my clapping. gosh yeah, i always thought clapping. that you were just like, like i don't know you were like Tourette's. trying to <laughs> uh, no no it's uh, yeah, it's it's clapping. It's I I, I prefer okay. that over over people who unmic and go ha 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 you know right. and so then like put me. the mic down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's usually know, it's, me. It's <laughs> well, no, it that that's useful sometimes. But sure. it's, uh, one of the things that I've sort of learned on Clubhouse is like for us who are, you know who are not visually impaired, it's right. it's a completely different experience than for people who who are processing sounds only, mm, you right. know, and it's sort of like, you know how when you switch off the lights and you're trying to go to bed and everything is way more loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like that where I'm like, oh man, this, it's gotta be jarring for yeah. people to just sure. be hearing like all sorts of noises and stuff. Yeah. So That's I do, the, I do the quiet clap. Yeah. That's yeah. so smart. I did not You should not see know me that. in person, though. I look like a weirdo because I'm like, <laughs> well, I was, tap, tap, I was tap, just tap, so tap. curious. I was like, what is happening yeah. over there? I've, first, seen, <laughs> I've seen other people do that, too. Okay, that makes yeah. so much more sense now. For for the longest time, I thought, oh, he's smart. He's like, he's like turning on his mic on and off because I'm sure that's like sending the like, you know, when you see the rooms all next to each yeah, other yeah. and like you see who's talking at that time or whatever. Like I right. thought that's what you were doing so that your uh, name would bump up. And I was like, oh, that's, that's smart. <laughs> but no, that's that makes funny. so much sense. I'm, I'm yeah. What a re revelation. What a revelation. <laughs> that's awesome. Learn something new Learn every something day. Learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. But thank you thank so you much for Anon. being here. Yeah. And thank thanks you to everyone who me. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks to everyone <laughs> who listened. Yes. If you um enjoyed this episode, if you can take a minute to share it with your friends and leave us a review. That's super helpful. So appreciated. We're still wanting stories, you we guys. Send, so in, send your in your stories. stories. Yes. Um well yeah, we need we need them. We yes. want them. Um, have you ever quoted an outrageous quotes or yes. project and then they said yes and then and what, what happened yes yeah tell send, us send that in you can send that, send that, that in. in at prayerlastemail.com that's yes. where our submission form find is. our uh recipe for just my two cents <laughs> on the site as well yeah so uh yeah thank you guys and yeah. until next monday until next monday so cheers, cheers. thank you <laughs>